0: Hi and welcome to Being Lutheran, a podcast dedicated to proclaiming the excellencies of Jesus Christ and the biblical theology expressed in the Lutheran Confessions. Today, Pastor Jason Goodham, Pastor Brett Bow, and myself continue our discussion on the sacrament of baptism.
1: Welcome to Being Lutheran, I'm Pastor Brett Bow, and I have my friends with me today, Pastor Jason Goodham and Pastor Brian Rickey. Awesome. Hey, guess what we're talking about today? <laughs> Is it vocation? (laughs) So so here's what
2: we are recording this in early January. This will air sometime in mid to late February. Warms so my heart. I really want to congratulate the Super Bowl champion, Los Angeles Rams. Oh, uh. prediction!
0: Wow, <laughs> I actually hope that you might be right. I I would love it to be Kansas City and the Rams. That's just what I would love to see. is too fresh. Too fresh. fresh. <laughs> Double donk, man.
1: <laughs> oh, ouch! I'm a Chicago Bears fan, and I'm I'm learning suffering alongside my Minnesota friends. Well.
0: I I am amazed though. I. To have a kicker that has that much of an attraction to hitting the, the pole on on the uprights you know, <laughs> is uh, eight times this season. That's amazing. Yeah, right. I took
2: I took a great amount of Pleasure in the schadenfreude that I watched Bears well, fans the go fact through as like hit the side fan. one and
0: then hit the bottom one yeah. and yeah, bounced right. out. Only that would have been is better if it would have
2: also hit it, the other one. Like if he would have gotten all three parts of the other.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the look on did, the did Bears coach. The, that, did you see the
1: Bears mascot? Yeah. He, he was, uh, had his hands in the air, and then he it yep, hit the fo- but, the field goal post and he just Fell Black. over. <laughs>
2: the best is that right now this discussion uh, is six weeks old at yeah. best for oh, everyone. Else, so it, it'll it will still hurt. Then my yeah. my my Rams uh, prediction has a one in eight chance of looking really good. Mm -hmm. and a seven in eight chance of being completely stupid. (laughs) (laughs)
0: If they lose this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Which today is January 10th, by the way,
1: Mm -hmm. if you are curious. Yeah, right.
2: For us. Oh, funny. So keep that in mind and do not compare the rest of what we say to them. So if he's a false prophet, don't want take him outside the camp and stone him? (laughs) Thankfully, this isn't a theological matter. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. So, uh, what are we talking uh, about? We are
0: talking about baptism. Baptism. Dun,
2: dun, dun, dun. All right. Yeah. yeah, we should have a sounder now for baptism. We've almost probably reached the same level of vocation. We didn't mention say, vocation last there, time. There was, a, there was a while. Yes, we did. We, we did. did. We Just talked about it. Just the fact that we
0: didn't mention it this episode <laughs> yeah, before. <right. laughs> Actually, well, we talked about continuing in faith. We, no, we yeah. mentioned that, and that is part of vocation. Yeah. In continuing in the faith, mm-hmm. the proper use of baptism, as Luther would say in the large catechism, is the continuing in faith and allowing the work of God's word to have its way in our life.
1: And our vocation today is to talk about baptism. I was say, not
2: talking about vocation
0: is the new vocation.
1: Yeah. The new there was a while where I I was thinking we should rename our podcast the vocation, the vocation cast. Vocation Show or something. But,
0: but we did talk about yeah. the why last time, and so what yeah. are we talking about today? Mm-hmm. Well, we we've
2: got one more objection to sift through as we we kind of compare what Luther just one. <laughs> one more <laughs> uh, and then we'll we'll get into the application of some mm-hmm. of that but yeah. you know we we've, we've kind of touched the thief on the cross we, we touched the distinction between baptism being something we do as an ordinance or out of obedience versus baptism being the work of God. Mm-hmm. And the, the last major objection to the Lutheran theology of baptism, major, there's several minor objections, is what about faith alone? Mm-hmm. Doesn't faith alone save us? How do you yes. reconcile? <laughs> yeah, you are right, but how do you recognize no, no. Right. the Reformation But it's principle? not the end of the story. Yeah, right. How do you, how do you <laughs> recon, reconcile sola fide, yeah. Faith alone with regenerative baptism.
0: By the also the statement of grace alone. Mm-hmm.
2: Grace alone. Sola grazia. Uh, Christ we need some alone. Pizza now. Sola grazia. Yeah. Never mind. What?
1: what? It kind of the sounds The Reformation like, pizzeria. <laughs> <Yeah. It's> so- <laughs> Are we Italian all of a sudden? <laughs> it does sound kind of Italian. <laughs>
2: And Usually
1: it's one of grazia. us two that is derailing the podcast there. Brett. Usually it's me, actually. Uh, sorry. Yeah.
2: That, that's a great name for a... that's a, The Reformation Pizzeria. A great name for a podcast anyone wants to take. Reformation Pizzeria. So La Grazia. Is uh, it about pizza or theology?
0: Or well, maybe a little bit of both.
1: Eat a different kind of pizza
2: each time. I'm getting hungry. Let's yeah. change the subject. Let's hey, go. Yeah. You, you, you run into the danger of having to eat pineapple on pizza if that's the oh, premise. Oh, I mean, that, that's that's
0: going to be a heavy debate because my family... Big on pineapple and pizza.
2: That is the uh, abomination that causes desolation. Yes, you are
0: not saved.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) All right. Well, (laughs) good Christian love on display. Let's let's bring it back here. Um, So, so what about faith alone? What about this question of, yeah, where do we begin to start to untie that? I used to love those, you know, little puzzle things, or not a Rubik's cube, but the ones with the sliding tiles, yeah, yep, with chains or stuff, where you had to like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah. figure it out. And it kind of feels like that sometimes. These theological puzzles.
2: So I think the starting point is we have earlier mentioned that faith needs defining because mm-hmm. there's so many layers to faith. But but maybe where we start with talking about faith alone and then tying baptism is to that is by talking about what
0: faith isn't. Yes. I just covered this in confirmation last night. All right, well, Mm -hmm. shoot. Uh, Faith is not a muscle that we flex or anything that is within ourselves. Mm -hmm. It is not general belief or even just a general knowledge of who God is. Mm -hmm. Faith is a gift of God that comes from outside of us that enables us to receive the saving grace of Jesus Christ through his victory. The the I think
2: one of the important ones for the American church to really latch onto is that faith is not a muscle that
0: we, we mm-hmm. or an attitude, yeah. as it as I yeah. mentioned before, because yeah. it's a systematics book that's used by our um, I would say Calvinist slash Baptist brothers that says that faith is an attitude that God chooses to to work, and that's a quote directly from is that, that, from that from systematics Gruden? book. It Gruden? is really it is yeah. yep, and that is not something that we would ascribe to at all, and we do not believe that Scripture. Depicts it that way as well. So all of those pictures and analogies first
2: kind of really muster up the the basic confession. Faith is not something we do. Mm -hmm. Okay. If faith is something we muster inside of ourselves, if we're responsible for Mm -hmm. producing, then all of the passages that talk about works And that we are saved apart from the works of the law are contradictory because if we are supplying the faith, Mm -hmm. then we are supplying the thing that saves us. Right. So it can't be
1: that. Is this where Dr. Haugen's very helpful... We must. We cannot. We do. Mm. Phrase. Yeah. How, is, would that be helpful? We in must this point? believe. We must believe. We, we can cannot believe. believe. But we do believe right.
2: by the grace of God. Yeah. That that's a helpful thing. But you know, how many times have you come across Facebook or Twitter theology? Someone. Uh, Asking for prayers Writing about a difficult situation They lost their job Just got diagnosed with cancer All very real
1: mm-hmm.
2: Very emotional things yep. And someone responds You just gotta have faith
1: Enter the Earworm son uh, George, yeah. George, George Michael, Michael Theology <laughs> you Gotta have faith uh, George Michael Sorry. Theology What <laughs> Who are you and what have you done with Brett <laughs> <laughs> Seriously <laughs> <Sorry>.
2: <laughs> How is anyone going to take us serious about <laughs> baptism? I, was thinking, I
0: don't even want to go into This that. is about the time uh, of the podcast I'm where Brian gonna...
2: suggests that we restart no, no, <laughs> right. Right. Can
0: we restart? No. Um,
2: anyway, faith alone stop talking Please continue <laughs> It is my contention and has been for, you know, 10 years as a pastor now or wherever I'm at That the most nonsensical English sentence you can construct a sentence completely devoid of any meaning is: "You've got to have faith." Mm-hmm. That's it.
1: Come on, George, do it.
2: <laughs> I'm trying. I'm zipping exercising my mouth, a, a
1: certain amount of self-control by I, not singing again. I, was, no. I wasn't going to sing a song. I was going to say something smart alecky about Vikings. <laughs> yeah. No, the Vikings phrase is, This could be our year. Uh, oh,
2: but uh, you got to have faith. Mm. There is a follow-up question to that Mm -hmm. that clarifies. Someone says you got to have faith. The the appropriate response is, in what?
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Okay. So if all you need is faith to get through the cancer or the job loss, then it's a substance. It's a muscle we flex. Mm -hmm. It's something we generate in ourselves. That's erroneous. We have faith in something. Luther Mm -hmm. highlights here in the large catechism on baptism that faith always needs an object. Mm -hmm. Faith must have something that it believes or takes hold of. Yeah.
1: my faith looks up to thee.
2: yeah exactly faith so hey there you go it's in, a better song <laughs> better earworm is a hymn uh but the uh at the fundamental con- confession of faith uh the the idea is that faith has content mm-hmm. you know we have the word in greek is pistis or pistos uh, when it comes with the word "the" mm-hmm. with the article, it's talking about the, the content faith. we mm-hmm. believe. You know, so uh, one thing the Christian Church hasn't done a very good job of in the last fifty or sixty years, as we've seen pop American Christianity develop, is to understand that it is possible to believe the wrong things. Mm-hmm. That we can have faith in an inappropriate or unworthy object. And I remember this will be inside baseball uh, for AFLC oh, people. Baseball. Cool. <laughs> this will be, you're on a roll today. This will be Inside Baseball for AFLC people, but Jeremy Erickson, mm-hmm. who, a, a popular singer-songwriter in our fellowship who uh, died of an mm-hmm. illness about six, seven yeah, years ago, like uh, and a friend of mine, uh, he helped me grasp this definition at a youth retreat I heard him speak at, and mm-hmm. he held up uh, a potted plant mm-hmm. in front of the assembly. And he says, I could possibly believe that my identity, my salvation is tied up in the existence of this potted plant. I could believe that the plant could save me. Mm -hmm. That if I am close to this plant, that I would uh, be protected from error and I would be uh, protected from illness and from tragedy and harm. I could throw all of my faith into this potted plant. Mm -hmm. And then we would be wrong. We can have faith in the wrong things. And so uh, when we talk about faith alone, on one level, we are talking about faith in the truth, in the correct things. So you can't just have faith. And and so if we're holding to faith as a confession, Mm -hmm. that's where we start to realize that there isn't a separation or contradiction between faith alone and
0: believing that we receive salvation through a sacrament, through baptism. So since Christ is the object of our faith, infant baptism makes sense because we're not having faith in faith. We're not having faith just in general belief or general knowledge. We're having faith in the person and the mission and the victory of Jesus Christ himself. That's what makes baptism effective. That's what makes baptism powerful because it doesn't rely on a work of man. Mm-hmm. It is totally a work of God through the saving faith that was promised and and the means of grace, which was given to us by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And it's mm-hmm. why faith alone doesn't stand in
2: contradistinction to mm-hmm. baptism, why they're right. not separate events, because our faith alone
0: is in the person and work of Christ. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's with a grace and part. You know, you think about right. Ephesians chapter two, we are saved by grace through faith. Mm-hmm. And it is baptism
2: that through the word of God that delivers the benefits of
0: the person and work of Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a vehicle. Yeah. I know a lot of times in confirmation, I'll say a means of grace is a vehicle of grace. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a way in which God brings, brings it to, it to us. us.
1: Yeah. And you know, I think if you were to ask a, a group of... Evangelical Christians, for lack of a better term, um, how they were saved or how they came to faith, faith alone, um, I'm sure their stories would all be different. And they don't say themselves that there's only one way to be, one, one experience or one, you know, you need to be saved at a Bible camp. Or, I mean, there, there's a very a variety of mm-hmm. ways God brings faith to a person's heart Um and that's kind of neat that God does so in different circumstances. And and how he what we're saying is, baptism is is um, that instru- one of the instruments there um, with God's word uh, of bringing salvation to us. Well, and we're we're talking too about the externality mm-hmm.
2: of what of how that is brought to us that you know we have these different modes like you said a bible camp or mm-hmm. a church service or or baptism it's all about the external word yep. it's, it's it's not all the
1: same grace it, the proclamation
2: yeah. of the word yeah it's yeah. not a private experience it's a personal experience mm-hmm. but it is not a a private experience where god is just downloading his grace <laughs> into your brain mm-hmm. you know and and so faith can't be a substance a muscle we flex because we're not generating it and it's mm-hmm. faith in an object that is preached to us and taught to us. Yeah. On the flip side of that coin then, faith, Brian, you highlighted with your definition, faith can't be and isn't mental assent. No. Mm-hmm. it's We we don't get a, uh, a set of material that we
0: get a quiz on. Yeah. Yeah. It's not Gnostic in, in origin. It's just well, not some mm-hmm. superficial and, or super type of knowledge that we have. It has nothing to do with that.
2: And, mm-hmm. you know, if I don't want this to seem like a pot shot, but maybe it is. I think this is my main problem with the, the teaching of the age of accountability mm-hmm. because I think it can very easily turn into we're waiting until this child can absorb this set of information and then determine, yeah, that's what I believe.
0: And I'm thinking about even John the Baptist that in the womb of his mom uh, responded in the power of the Holy Spirit to the presence of Christ through the power of God. And, I, you know, when people say that infant, infants can't receive the word of God, I, I bring them to that and I'm like, well, what is that then? What's going on there? Why did John the Baptist leap in his mother's womb at the proclamation of Christ? And if you if you go down the
2: road of faith primarily as mental assent to a series of facts or a set mm-hmm. of information, not only do you lose carry infant it,
1: faith. Carry it to its logical conclusion.
2: Yeah, you, you not only lose infant faith, which is a problem because of original sin, mm-hmm. but what do you do with uh, dementia? Dis- yeah, what do you right, do with Alzheimer's? Or- what do you do with the mentally ill? Mm-hmm. What do you do with the mentally handicapped?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, either... You have to jump through some flaming hoops and, and, and okay. twist through some things, or you arrive at the confession that they can't have faith. Mm. Hmm. There's no comfort. That would be tragic. And yet, uh, speaking from an experiential standpoint, uh, some of the most sincere, hmm. earnest, and even pious Christians I've ever met are uh, those who are mentally ill, those mm-hmm. who are losing their minds, mm-hmm. or those who have mental disabilities. Mm-hmm. And and so we hmm. would recognize that if your faith is dependent yeah. on a mental cognition as the primary expression of your faith, we're, we're going to run into a lot of trouble.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm. And that's a beautiful picture too of grace alone. God's. God's work alone there. God's work. And, mm-hmm. and,
2: and I think that putting divine monergism and tying it to mm-hmm. grace alone, we are, we are in a position where we are recognizing mm-hmm. that we can't back God into a corner to the point that we earn
1: or deserve or he is required mm-hmm. to save us. Right. Even if it's 1% us and 99% God. Uh, It it puts God on
2: the hook for Mm -hmm. something that he doesn't need to be on the hook. We don't deserve to be saved. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right now, we're going through a study in my church on the prophet Jonah. Uh, And and one of the things where we've been looking at is God's attitude towards the Ninevites. It's -hmm. it's actually an, an attitude that is so gracious, it offends Jonah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: that God admits that these people are idiots. They don't even know their right hand from their left hand. They are so barbaric that they're basically on the level of the animals that they own. Mm-hmm. And it is in God's heart to pour out his grace and his mercy yeah. that they might be saved. Mm-hmm. And and we any theology that would represent in any way, shape, or form that we have backed God into a corner and that he needs to bless us because of something inside of us or something that we have done is to be rejected. That
0: theology is harmful. Mm -hmm. We serve a God who wants to save. We serve a God who has provided a means of salvation to any and all who call on Christ, continue in the faith of their baptism for the salvation of their soul. Mm -hmm. And
2: that is precisely why God is not a capricious, judgmental God that he's presented to be in all of pop culture.
0: Well, Ezekiel 18, um, do I take any pleasure in the death of the wicked, God asks. And he answers, no but that Mm -hmm. they would turn and live
2: Mm repentance.
0: And so we don't have to
2: worry about the challenge of a question of why would a loving God send anyone to hell? Why Mm -hmm. would a loving God have this? God in his love has first of all demanded that we believe or that we have a certain standard of holiness to be saved. But then God in his love has provided that standard
0: for us, mm-hmm. the substitution of Christ on the cross. That yeah. is God's love. And if you take, you know, Romans 6, the wages of sin is death, we've actually earned the right. So God doesn't send us to hell. Reality, we've earned that right by being born in a sinful state, mm-hmm. uh, by the sin that we have committed, because part of the reality of our sinful nature sent Jesus to the cross. Mm-hmm. And justice must be served.
1: Yeah. but So so to, to kind of summarize here, what would be a simple, if we were to boil down what we've been talking about into like a sentence of why is there no um, inconsistency between faith alone and also talking about the eff- effectiveness of baptism? Because our faith alone
2: is in precisely what baptism delivers. Mm-hmm. The gifts of God, the grace of God mm-hmm. poured out on us in the person and work of Christ.
0: Amen. Mm-hmm. Our
2: faith is directed to Christ baptism delivers and is our connection to Christ. Mm-hmm. This is not two separate things, right. not two separate no, categories. Not two
1: separate ways to be saved. And yeah. just like
0: Peter said in Acts 2 okay. that we talked about last episode, that it, it brings the forgiveness of sin and the presence and power of the Holy Spirit working within our hearts and mm-hmm. minds. Amen.
1: Hmm.
0: Well, yeah, you're, they're physically pointing at me to read a scripture, <laughs> so just so the listener can know. And um, I hope that you were blessed by this. Uh, uh, it's... I'm sure there's going to probably be many questions from some of these episodes. We, Jason, we do welcome no, yeah. so. <laughs> we that. Jason. Yeah. No, and we would love to address them. And maybe that's even yeah. something that we can do in that an episode as we continue then. to wrap up yep. uh, baptism. But I'd love to read uh, this wonderful uh, foreshadowing of baptism found in Ezekiel chapter 36, uh, verse 25 through 27. I will sprinkle clean water on you, And you shall be clean from all your uncleanness and from all your idols. I will cleanse you. I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you. And I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes. And be careful to obey my words. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please look us up on the web at beinglutheran.com. Also invite a friend to check us out on iTunes. Please join us next time as we continue our discussion on the sacrament of baptism. God bless you and have a great week.